welcome back to another episode of Needed Freedom. Thank you for joining me today. It is October 7th, 2022. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, this will probably be kind of brief, I think. But I kind of felt like this was something that I was supposed to share on here. So I'm going to be obedient and do just that. Uh, so backstory this week um, or probably the past couple of weeks but most notably this week I have been faced with the I guess thought of self Um, and the reason I say that is because I had to be faced with the knowledge, I guess, and the understanding that I guess the lot, a lot of the reason that it maybe took me so long to fully understand the need for a savior and a need for Jesus in my life um, is because I constantly felt like I had to save myself. And I'm wondering how many of you especially as women, feel the same way. Uh, We're in a world right now where we are constantly being shown that you can do it. You've got it. You don't need... I'm I'm just going to be frank, right? (laughs) I'm not going to try to make this sound um, overly educated and super sophisticated or whatever. But basically the world tells you... You don't need no man. You got this girl. You are a queen. You can figure it out. You can do all the things and look good doing it too. And in some rights, in some respects, I guess that is not necessarily a bad thing um, as far as motivating, I guess, being motivated to get up and just get started and do, do the things that you have been allotted to do. However, I think that that is taking on more of a, I hate using buzzwords, but whatever. It's taking on more of a toxic term, uh, turn in the sense that we're now so self-centered that we don't realize that there is a need for something greater that there is something greater than self because everywhere we turn around it's self-care it's self-help it's do it yourself (laughs) um and we forget truly we truly forget and 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 maybe i shouldn't say we i'll i'll put it um the onus ownership on myself um i'll speak from self-knowledge right um I look up and realized or I looked up yeah and realized one day that I have been so indoctrinated and so used to trying to figure out how to save myself that I had left no room for God to come in for 
my 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 true savior my only savior jesus to come in and wash me with his blood right i didn't give room for god to be god and i think we need to know that that is like the beginning of our own downfall so for all the self-help that's out there you end up really self-sacrificing and not in a positive making yourself lesser so that God can be greater it literally just ends up being self-sacrificing like and you can kind of take that where you will um but uh yeah that's kind of what was on my mind this week just realizing in a lot of areas in my life. And I think I may have hit on this in the previous two episodes a little bit, but I think um, understanding that we can't, we can't do it all. We shouldn't, not that, not saying that you shouldn't strive to do your best because you absolutely should. God's word even tells us to, um, I am getting ready to butcher this because now all of a sudden my mind is going blank, (laughs) but basically do all things as if doing it, um, unto the Lord. So that would mean with excellency, right? Um, and so if that's what you're doing, then yeah, like don't, no one is saying, don't put your best foot forward, but in that you have to you have to admit that you can't do it in your own strength you can't fix you (laughs) like we just can't because at the end of the day we truthfully we don't even know us I think all the everywhere you turn is kind of like Oh, you need to get to know you. You need to be able to do blah, 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 whatever. Whatever the thing is, right? You have to figure out you. You have to save you. You are the best, um, be the best version of you. You know, all of the different things. But what does that look like? Do you know who you are? You know who you say you want to be, and then you strive for that. But most of us, if we're being honest aren't truly happy in that and it's because we don't really know ourselves and you can't get to know yourself unless you know the one who created you and in doing that you have to understand him so really and truthfully everything we do goes back to the father it points back to God and it tells you that you need to find that foundation find your footing on that rock And the rock is God. The rock is his son, Jesus Christ. Like, he is that firm foundation. And he is based in his father. I think it is John 15, 5. Let me me turn to it really quick. Or quickish. Yes, 
tell, look at me remembering um, Bible verses. Okay. <laughs> Y'all don't even know. That's like, I can kind of give you, I, I can give gist because I'm, I, I love, I love my Bible. I love the word, but it is the hardest thing for me to, um, like memorize the addresses, like the Bible verses, the people that are like, oh, you know, that's in Second Thessalonians 2 and 14. And I'm like, it's in there somewhere. I know it is. Just do your research. Study to show yourself approved, right? <laughs> but anyways, I digress. So, um, yes. So John 15, 5, it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And they gather, um, hold on, and they gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father is glorified by by this, that you bear much fruit. And so prove to my disciples. And so prove to oh, and so prove to be my disciples. Sorry. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Those things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. So that was um, John 15, five through 11. John 15, five through verse 11. Uh, And all of that to say, (laughs) abide in him. You don't know you without him. And that's because God perfectly knitted you together in your mother's womb. He knew you before your mother knew you. He knew you before you were a thought on anyone's mind. He's already given you a perfect purpose, plan, personality. And so... Why not go to the one who made you to fix you? (laughs) We have come into this world and we have jacked ourselves up pretty, pretty bad, you know, Um, whether self-induced or uh, externally done uh, by someone else or someone's else, you know, circumstances. But, um, you can go to him with a repentant heart. And just because you were far from him once before does not mean that you have to remain in that space. I will always say that while you have breath in your body, you can ask, you can go to God and repent, ask for forgiveness. 
I urge you to go to him and ask for forgiveness. Repent. Turn away from the things that you have been doing that you know, whether you know or don't know that it's against him. Open up his word. Get to know him. Get to understand him. Start having conversations with him. Wake up in the morning and ask him about his day. What is he feeling? Ask him to show you what it means to truly love him, to serve him, to want him, to be washed by the blood of his son, Jesus, our savior. And he will start to show you these things. He will start to impress upon you his feelings because you need to know that God is not just spirit like he there is a personhood there is a personality to him and as and it is it is embedded in every word like a ever-present thread throughout his word throughout the bible and I encourage you to get to know who he is so he can show you who he is what he feels let me tell you it can be it is one of the most amazing um, there's a word I'm looking for I want to say reverential but like <laughs> that feels extremely churchy um, but like the awe and the wonder of it and sometimes even the heaviness of it is breathtaking in some of the best ways, in some of the saddest ways, because when he starts to impress upon you his nature and showing you who he is, when you get to when you get to the place of like just pure joy and love for God, and he starts to show you like a true like a friend, like a family member, like when you're close to someone, you share in their woes, their highs, their lows, all of it. And he will give some of that and share to you as well. Um, I feel like I'm getting kind of babbly, but hopefully you hear my heart in this. Um, and I want to close with reading Psalm 93. And... This is when I woke up this morning with these thoughts on my mind and I felt like I was supposed to share them with you. This was the verse that came along with that, or verses, this chapter, the book. We'll go with that, the book. <laughs> um, that kind of resonated, not kind of, that resonated in my mind to, to read to you all today. So Psalm 93, and I'm reading this um, today out of the MacArthur Study Bible. I have a few different Bibles that I read from, and it really kind of depends on, like I may read out of each of them, and I'll get a general understanding, and then I try to figure out, based on what I know the Holy Spirit is giving me, how I'll best be able to read it. Um, and I guess share understanding. So yeah, Psalm 93, the Lord reigns. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord has clothed and girded himself with strength. 
Indeed, the world is firmly established. It will not be moved. Your throne is established from of old. You are from ever everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their pounding waves more than the sounds of many waters, the mighty breakers of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your testimonies are fully confirmed. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. And so, I feel like that kind of sums up what I was trying to say as a bumbling person (laughs) is that you don't have to try to figure it out on your own young lady wise lady older woman younger woman mature woman young lady you don't have to do it by yourself our God reigns and he is mighty He has the strength, more strength than all of the ocean combined, more than the roars of the sea during the greatest hurricane. He has established Earth's foundations and he won't be moved. Just like the earth won't be, neither shall he. Um, He is mighty, his words are true. The earth still functions based on the word that he gave from the very beginning. So understand, daughters, sisters, friends, mothers, aunts, cousins, that he has got you. He knows you. He can and will perfect you, but you have to repent. The thing is, we would love, love, love to do things of our own accord and just feel like, oh, (laughs) Oh, it's enough for me to just, just be in the same space with him. And that's cool. And that brings you to him. But understand. He gave us rules. He gave us regulations. He gave us him. It pleased him to crush his son for us. For those of us who will repent and turn to his ways. is what Psalm 93 is saying. He has been, he will be, he is. And his words are fully confirmed. His testimonies are true. So what that means to you is, and what I will always speak, is repentance. at hand and we as women 
have the ability to speak out that truth. That's all I have for today. I really hope that that came across clear. And whoever needs to hear it heard what they needed to hear. Alright. I will see y'all next time on the next episode of Needed Freedom. Bye.